0: Thanks for listening to KYUK. I'm Francisco martinez Cuello. This week on Field Notes, we're catching up with KYUK's senior reporter, Emily Schwing. She has been visiting communities on the YK Delta to learn more about how they're recovering from last year's Typhoon Murbach. Hey, Emily.
1: Hey, Francisco.
0: So, Emily, tell us about some of what you've seen after last year's storm.
1: Well, I was in Hooper Bay, where people would normally have just finished picking blackberries or kawlawak as they're known in the Chupik dialect. Sadly, most people this year didn't have a chance to pick them. Why is that? Well, there just aren't any. I actually went looking for Kavlikwak myself, and after about a half hour of searching a stretch of tundra behind Hooper Bay School, my efforts did prove fruitful. Oh, there's just one. Oh, I found one. But there certainly were not enough blackberries to fill a berry bucket. Usually you would see, like, a whole bunch of them. Like, they'd just be everywhere. There's another one, but it's really de- de- deformed. It's, like, tiny and lumpy and just looks dried out. I'm going to taste it. Well, it tastes like nothing. Usually they're kind of sweet. I'll taste this other one, too. That one's tasty, actually. And it's not just Kavluwak. A lot of other berries and many plants also don't seem to be doing what they normally would. I met this guy named Roy Bell in Hooper Bay, and people there call him the botanist. He spent his entire life out on the tundra, learning about the land and the plants and how they grow, and he really understands how they function. He gathers a lot of them for medicine. It's called chakla's and I believe it's rosewood. It's like a maroon-colored flower with lots of little leaves. Oh, okay. We're From top there to bottom. Come. Okay. And what do you do with that plant? I pull out the roots, and I mainly take the roots. Okay. And they're good for babies' thrush, sore throat, colds, and cough. I know with the chaykhluk plants, they, they now have, like, brown spots on them. I think they call it wormwood. It has to be like really green to be more effective. And I noticed that the sourdough leaves that we gather, which we call adunuks, they're small. They're not as big as
0: before. And with the flood, Most of them died off. Emily, have you been able to figure out what's going on with the plants?
1: Yes. So I put this question to a plant ecologist. Krista Mulder is at the University of Alaska Fairbanks. She's part of a team that's working on a series of booklets that focus on berries in Alaska that people target for subsistence and how climate change is affecting them.
0: And what did you find out?
1: Well, like Roy Bell, Mulder thinks it's possible that salt water may have affected some of the plants below ground. So the storm surge from Typhoon Murbach inundated the tundra in and around Hooper Bay and Chivak for days. Um, Krista Mulder thinks that all this salt water from that flooding may have impacted the overall health and survival of the plants.
0: The weather this past summer has been terrible. It's been cold and, and rainy. Could that have also affected the plants?
1: So yeah, it was cold and rainy, and it definitely could have an impact, but it really depends on when it was cold and
0: rainy. How so?
1: So, blackberries, or kavkawak bloom out here on the YK Delta around the end of May, normally. If it was raining or colder while they were flowering, that may have been a problem for pollination, which then causes problems for the berries.
0: Are there other foods people get from the land that have been affected by the storm?
1: Yes. Mouse food.
0: (laughs) What is mouse food?
1: It's exactly what it sounds like. Mice store up little caches of food in the tundra for winter, and people like to go find those. It's a delicacy. Victoria Hill, who's in Hooper Bay, explained it to me.
2: Some are sweet. They're like little teardrops. Those ones are the the bigger, the sweeter. You take off the um, outer layer, you wash them, and then you dry them. And then there's the sticks. Those ones are good. They always go for the sticks.
1: Are they, are they?
2: They're like uh, roots of grass.
1: Okay, and what do they taste like? Are they like sweet or nutty? Like nutty,
2: the nutty. Okay. nutty. So, some sweet, some nutty, but like the nutty taste.
1: Okay. Um, so really what you do is you find the mouse hole, right? And then yeah, you dig it up. So Francisco, at this point, Hill gets up from her chair and stomps around on the floor with her feet to show me how you find mouse food.
2: You're um, going around looking with your feet for soft spots. Okay. And when you find them, you dig it up and then that's where all the food is. Okay. And they go out and there's none out there. None out there. None no mice, no houses, not even trails. Little mice trails they have. Someone told me too that
1: there's not very many
2: foxes this year. Yes. There's all the all the wildlife around here seem to have vanished almost. Because of last year. Because of last year. Mm -hmm. Do you have hope that they'll return? Mm
1: Mm-hmm. We need them. Yeah. We we need them back. They need to come back. Okay, so, Francisco, it's not just foods on the tundra that have been hard to come by this year.
0: Yeah, of course not. What are some other long-term impacts that you're hearing about?
1: Well, the high water and the hurricane-force winds from Typhoon Murbach— Basically, flattened fish camps and destroyed all kinds of subsistence gear all over the place. So, people have been trying to make up for those losses this summer. According to the state's Department of Homeland Security and Emergency Management, more than 260 applicants received financial assistance to help pay for all this damage. Those individual assistance payments total about $2.44 million. But it's not all bad news.
0: Yeah, Emily, tell us something good that's come from all of this.
1: Well, one thing I found was really heartening, and it's that everyone seems to be taking care of each other a little bit more in places like Hooper Bay, where storm damage was extensive. That's what happens when there's birds, right? Feathers everywhere. Oh, look at that. So Jennifer Nanning invited me over to her house, and when I got there... There was a football game on TV, and there were feathers everywhere. She was busy cleaning these four geese that her son and husband had harvested the day before. Ooh, are you going to cook them or freeze them? Uh, cook them. How do you cook them? Uh, Boil them in a pot. Okay. Her plan is to make a huge pot of soup. She's sitting on the kitchen room floor, and as she lays into these birds with this giant knife— there's a knock on the door. Come in. Come in. Last you taste the soup? Nope. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah.
2: No soup yet. <laughs> no soup yet. We're um, getting there.
1: <laughs> Does everybody know you're making soup yeah.
2: tonight? <laughs> we use um kimchi noodle. You know them kimchi noodles? Yeah. Um they're uh they're um we use their uh their spices uh, the soup. It, makes okay. it,
1: so yummy. it was going to be a while before this soup was ready, but Nanning said that anyone who knocked on her door would be welcome to join her family. I heard a lot of this from a lot of people in Hooper Bay and also over in Chivac. There's a lot of folks that are still out gathering the last of the plants from the land and taking advantage of waterways while they're still open and not frozen yet. They're also sharing what they hunt, catch, and gather. In Chivac, somebody told me they were gifted a seal this year because Typhoon Murbach ruined their boat and they weren't able to go out and get one on their own. Lots of other people told me about friends and family that were sharing legs of moose that they had hunted this fall. And I just found all of this support within communities really encouraging.
0: Well, thanks, Emily, for this update.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me, Francisco.
0: Emily Schwing is traveling across the YK Delta this month to find out more about how communities in the region have fared in the years since Typhoon Murbach. You've been listening to Field Notes. If you have thoughts, suggestions, or news tips, you can email us at news at kyuk.org. That's news at kyuk.org. I'm Francisco Martinez-Cuello. Thanks for listening.